Great morning. Welcome back to another Noodleberg Daily Huddle where we have one goal and that is to get 1% better today. And we are definitely going to get 1% better. The content is superb if I do say so myself. Can I can I tell a customer service story before we get started with the show? You can do whatever you want. You are part of the name of the show. So, I wear this Whoop, right? And it gives me data on everything my sleep my workouts keeps me understanding what happens to my body every day it's the battery is supposed to last for five days i've been dealing with it for a week now where it hasn't been staying charged i've had to charge it every day so i'm like i gotta stop dealing with this i gotta figure out what's going on so i'm like what am i gonna do I'm, let me go in the app and let me see what like if i can talk to somebody i pull up the chat right I immediately pull up the chat. They give me a couple options to choose from in terms of what my problem would be. One of them is charging battery life. So I click on that. It says, great. We want to ask you a couple other questions. They like, you know, filter me through and then they get me to a person. Kristen. Kristen asked me one question. Can you give me your, you know, no, your, your membership number or whatever? I give her my membership number. She goes, what's the problem? I go, it's not staying charged. I go, it's supposed to stay charged five days. It's not. She goes, give me five minutes. I'm going to look at your data. I'll be back. She goes, she's gone for five minutes. She sends me a message back after five minutes and goes, I've looked at your data. I see what's going on. We're going to replace it. I'm sending you a new whoop right now. You'll have an email with instructions. I mean, bang, 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 bang. And I was like, oh, that was elite. And the thing that I know about it was the reason she was able to do that is because she knew. She didn't have to ask me questions. She didn't have to really go back and forth with me. She had all the data she needed to make a decision to help me. And she was empowered and to do here so. here you are bringing her to the top of the show. Exactly. Right. Monday morning. Right. <laughs> wow, what a great story. It sounds it's just story. so good. Like when you, when you get customer service like that, there's just nothing like it. So uh, we all... Uh, talk about customer service, customer experience. Uh, yesterday was the Dolphin opener, and uh, everybody knows I am not a Dolphin fan, or at least not a diehard. I root for them when I'm not rooting for the Jets, and it's really hard to root for the Jets. So we go yesterday. They have it down. They really have made traffic, uh, the experience getting in, the food selections, bars at every corner, um, and wouldn't you know, we uh, we saw Lori first, um, although we did not take a picture. So I know. Have, What's wrong with that? You'll have to believe us. And then uh, crowded in the hallways was uh, another whole group, Andy Hill, who I haven't seen in a long time. You and your wife, uh, Mark. Uh, and we ran into Michael. How about that? Yeah. So it was uh, it was a great weekend for if you're a fan in Florida. Gators, Knowles, Canes. It's a beautiful weekend, man. Just tough, tough day for you if you are a Colorado football fan, whether it be the University of Colorado or a or Denver Broncos fan. 
Either I, one of those days for you, not so We're going to dig into it today. That is my promise. I think there's so many nuggets. Um, Lori, you have anything to say about the weekend? Otherwise, let's wake it up and get going. Nope. Great weekend. Great game yesterday. It really was. It was just a perfect day. It, when you score 10 touchdowns. And you score like that. I mean, it was just exciting. Even you though unfortunate was, this year. It was, as Dion would say, a good old-fashioned butt-kicking. I, uh, it was for me, I got to see a hockey game this year where there were 10 goals, which was insane. I actually had Kyle in that game. And now I've seen a football game with 10 touchdowns. You don't see that every day. But it is Monday. It is the last week of September. Let's wake this thing up. So I'm going to unpack this sort of the what I think in some chronological order. So pregame, lots of stuff's going on in the locker room of the Ducks. Give me Dan Lanning. Rooted in substance, not flash. Rooted in substance. Today, we talk with our pads. You're dumping your helmet, right? Every moment. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks, we're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't gonna be played in Hollywood, it's gonna be played on the grass. Right? It's gonna be played on the grass. Let's go. So Mark, first comments. Don't make it about and I get it, right? Like you're trying to get your guys motivated and you wanna get them to play. I will tell you that there will be a humbling moment coming for Dan Lanning. Because he didn't make it about them. a bitch. Because he didn't make it about them, right? Like, hey, we play with our – he could he could have given an, a riveting speech about who they are, and instead he chose to talk about Colorado playing for clicks. That's a mistake in the long run of things. Sure, that plays right now, and that's great. But in my opinion, as a leader, don't ever make it about anybody else but your own team. Lovely takeaway. Awesome. Lori, comments? Uh, a couple of things. One, when I watched the whole video, I can't believe I'm freaking talking sports on the huddle. It's unbelievable. It's so <laughs> I, I don't know that much about okay. sports. Okay? But, uh, but I do love all this stuff. He he said in his speech uh, after his postgame. Uh, can't do postgame. This is just yeah. Okay, I won't touch on what he said after, but to me, it was trash talk, right? I mean, so I don't know if I, if I think, you know, it was a totally bad thing. He was trying to get his team riled up. How 100%. do you get your team riled up? All right. No. Trash talk, right? I mean, that happens on the basketball court. It happens everywhere. So I didn't see it that way. He kind of apologized or whatever after, but we'll talk about that later. But I, I just saw it as trash. I could. All right. Just so for the record, right, I love what Mark said. If you're making it about them, if your attention is on them, 
under normal circumstances, you've already lost. You get your ass kicked. You're, you've, already right? lost. you've already lost. So this was, you know, and we'll talk about it, but this was a place where Colorado's not ready for this yet, but lots of stuff happened pregame too. Show me Phil Knight. that You don't get to see Phil Knight live very often. I'm so proud of you, man. It's so good to have you back. I'm doing great. I was proud of you as a player and a person. I can't believe how proud I am of you. You're doing fabulous. Yeah. How you doing? I've been well. I'm 85 now, so I'm still standing. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm so I'm okay. Yeah. You bet. All right. Uh, appreciate you. The shoes okay? Yeah. We got some new shoes coming. By the way. <laughs> yeah, he's still asking about the shoes. By the way, if you have not read his book, Shoe Dog, I just finished it actually a couple of weeks ago. Really good. I have not read it, but I'm inspired to do that because an 85 year old icon in the sports world still saying, How's the shoes, man? Yeah. <laughs> by the way, there's, after you read it, there's a lot of leadership stuff in there. Yeah. Talk about adversity, and oh my God, it's. Um, and you, I mean, uh, look, you, you see Phil Knight talk about how proud he is of him as a coach. He said, I was so proud of you as a player and I was so proud of your career. And now I'm so proud of you as a coach. Right. Like you can't deny what he's doing. You just can't deny it. So awesome stuff. Up Real quick, play. though, because if you listen to Mike McDaniel after the game, right, the Dolphins scored 70 points, which is a historic moment not only for franchise history but for the nfl it's only three other times that it's ever happened i think in the history of the league mike mcdaniel's comments after the game said the reason this was such a great performance is because you didn't make it about them you made it about you you made it about your standard about you the way you play the game which is the it's the antithesis of what dan lanning was saying there and every good quality program I've ever been about says it's about us. It's about what we do and how we do it. Doesn't matter who we line up against. And that means we may score 70 or we may score 25, but we're going to do what we do. So what I think is important, especially in this forum, we're talking about business. So we're going to take some lessons from sports. And if your eye is on the competition, right? Don't show up and it should be on you. What can you get better at? What can you do great? How can you perform? You cannot control them. And then you get, um, and I could not wait for his post game because it was brutal. It was, it was a real ass kicking. It was just domination. And then you get a guy like Dion who does this. First and foremost, uh, thank the Lord for allowing all this to, transpire it's a good old-fashioned butt kicking it's no excuses no nothing um, their coaches did a heck of a job preparing their team obviously we didn't that was good I mean that was a really good old-fashioned butt kicking uh, we went into the game want to dominate several wanting to dominate several phases um, we lost offensively defensively as well as special teams that fake punt kind of kind of got them really rolling and uh, they didn't stop um, ever since they secured that first down well coached team uh, Bo Nix played his butt off 
defensively they presented some things that I guess we just couldn't get around. We couldn't advance the ball rushing or uh, throwing the ball as well. Seemed like they had our number. So total class. So if this surprises you, and Jake and I went back and forth on this, if this surprises you, then you need to check your expectations on what it takes to become successful. This is not a fucking Disney movie, right? You're not going from being 1-11 to being a national championship ever in any sport at the highest level. It ain't happening. It's not so, rock. It's not so rock. It, it's not a fucking movie. This is real life. And so if you want to be great, if you want to be the top of the of the mountain, you want to be in the elite number, you're going to have progress and nobody's done it faster than Dion creating progress. But then you're going to have setbacks. You're going to have real setbacks. You're going to run into chances where you get to measure yourself against what's considered the best and figure out where you really are and how you respond to that will determine whether or not you ever become a part of that group. And to me, there's just no question. You know he's going to get there. It's only a matter of time. Lori? So I pulled out a few nuggets from from his, from his the entire video. So one, uh, he said, right, I, I talked about the old-fashioned butt cooking, but he said later on in the interview, no excuses. And we talk about that all the time. Um, he talked about practicing to perfection, right? Um, to get to where they got to get to. I, uh, of course, he said my favorite line, if our confidence offends your insecurity, that's your problem. Um, that has become my mantra. Um, and I think I love this one. Get me now, because we're only going to get better from here. Well, um, so I, I really like that line. hit on something there. That First of all, there were two things that jumped out at me. Number one, he said, sat down and said, thank you. He had gratitude yeah. to the Lord. Thank you for what just happened because that's a lesson that and he said you will never see us this bad right. he goes we we thought we could dominate and we couldn't and that's on me that's on the other coaches that's on the players people didn't do what they were supposed to do and that's on us and mark when you and i were texting you used the word ownership ownership there's nowhere else to look Lori. you said no excuses if, if people acted this way about everything they do, you would not hear complaining. There was no complaining there. There was no, oh, I wish, you know, and we, the field or the, nothing. There was nothing other than we just didn't show up and to walk away with it saying, you will never see us that bad. Can you imagine what practice is like this week? Yeah. And, and, you know, you said it, he said, and he, that was the other line that I, I skipped over. We're all accountable, including the coaches. And it starts with me. Yeah. And I think in leadership as, as a, I mean, look, he could have said we practiced, you know, play after play, but the team didn't execute. Everything he said was we, we didn't execute. We didn't dominate. It starts with me. So I I love that part of, of him that he takes ownership. He gave credit to the other team, the other coaches. Um, so yeah, I, I mean I thought he was a glass act. By the way, I've never seen more mirrored glasses than at the Dolphins game yesterday. <laughs> I said, What the heck? Like I can't see anybody's eyes. You can't even buy them now. They're only on pre-sale now. If you try to go buy a pair of Dion shades, you can't even get them right now. So Crazy. and I I wanted like because Jonathan Aaron says, like the nineteen ninety nine Rams. Right. Like they went from I think they were four and 12 the year before 
and then go on to be 13 and three and win the Super Bowl that year. That would be a case where they went from bad to good. And you could make a lot of, you know, you could talk about a lot of the reasons that that happens in a league that is meant to create parity and is meant to create that kind of change that quick. Sure, maybe there, but you're always going to find one in a thousand. You're dealing with 18 to 22 year old kids and you're trying to change a program from top to bottom. You're not talking about just a couple athletes on the field that you need to go be successful. You had to change the way the training room approached every day. You had to change the way the weight room approached every day. You had to take a program that had consistently accepted losing and change it. And he's changed it. They went on to win three, you know, three straight games. They run into a real game where they got, you know, against a, a, a nationally dominant opponent that's been successful for years. This is what progress is about. This is what it's all about is great. You got punched in the mouth and you got told that you weren't good enough and that you've got miles to go still. You're not almost there. You're not even fucking close. What are you going to do now? How do you respond now? So there's a there's a thing called expectations. There was no expectation for them over the last 10 years to do anything positive. In fact, it was just an acceptance of the fact that it wasn't going to be positive. He has them thinking we should be there, and maybe they got caught up in it. Maybe they're 18, 19-year-old kids who said, hey, man, we do belong here. Well, guess what? You got to work, and you got to earn to be there. I saw a Tom Brady thing that he did about Shakur that said he's driving like a $190,000 Rolls Royce. Yeah. He what? He's driving to Maybach. Yeah. Okay. So, and he was, Tom was tongue in cheek in him, but going, maybe you should spend more time in the film in the room, film room in instead of the car. thousand <laughs> percent. So, you know, they are 18 or 19 year old kids. They are making a lot of money. They are in the national spotlights. This is one of those things that's a wake-up call. Like, you can believe all the things that people say, but it does not happen on the field unless you do that. And if you are in business, that is such a great lesson because people will blow smoke up your ass all day long. If you stop doing the work, you stop being what they all think you are. So I'll play the second half. Shay, play the second half of that because it is chock full as well, and I want to talk about it. No, you don't need to hammer home a player. A player knows. I mean, he could fool himself and trick himself, but when he looks at the mirror, he knows what he's looking at. Um, something like this is, is – I'm not going to say, you know, people around the country would say this is what they needed to humble themselves. We wasn't – arrogant or whatever we just we're confident people if our confidence offends your insecurity that's the problem with you it's not us uh, we expect to do well we expect to play well we expect to win every game we step out there we expect to practice to perfection and go out there and uh, execute the things that we practice we just didn't do it today but uh, it's not something that was needed it's just like saying you get in a car wreck or something oh he needed that to slow him down you don't need that it's just stupid it's just something that happened and we they got the best of us today that's just it it's just oh, stupid. God, he's so good. He's so good. Like his perspective and his understanding. And if there's anything that the sport taught me was that the results don't fucking matter. 
right? And and how I choose to carry myself and how I choose to show up into the building and how I choose to do the work every day is about me and my decision and how I want to go about my business. And sure, it's a moment where everybody's going to look at them and go, oh, well, if they go on to win the rest of the games, that's what did it. It was that sobering moment. No, they ran into a team that I said this in my post today. Hard work beats talent until talent works hard. And that's the reality of the fucking world is right. that you may not be good enough. You just may not be talented enough right now. Your hard work might not get you to where you need to be, but that's okay. That's okay. I mean, Doug, who's been great showing up every day, he just didn't do it today. That's okay. You were on the, you got on that stage. If you look at any great champion, anyone they've lost before michael jordan lost for years until he finally got over the hump of the pistons it just took time you know the the lesson of losing is a hard one and it is a you know nobody says oh yeah i want to get out there and get my ass kicked no but, but there's but some real conversations going on today Right. right, but from from losing come a lot of lessons, right? So, yeah, right. And, and you know, in business, as I was listening to this and and listening to you guys, look, when I joined JA eight and a half years ago, it was a totally different <laughs> organization, a totally different team, and it meant rebuilding from the bottom, right? From the start, it it you meant didn't rebuilding. do that in six months. You didn't go from and being. I, Nope. A broken organization to a well-performing organization. Tell them, Patrick. You, you didn't do him, that Patrick. in six months. You did you create man. progress? Damn right you created progress. But did you get to where you wanted to be in six months? Absolutely not. Nope. It, so took like, years. It, took, if, it took a couple of years to get it going. And I think the biggest takeaway is if you have a desire to be the best, if you have a desire to be mm -hmm. great, and you are not willing to deal with moments like this, you are not built for greatness. Change your expectation. So I want to switch gears before we, before we close today, because you talk about Disney movies and sports usually have these great happy endings. There was an incredible story in the Florida State Clemson game. Clemson went with a kicker that had left the team, had gotten a job in New York, and already has an apartment in New York, and they call him up and they say, dude, will you be our starting kicker? So the, as the story unfolds, the guy calls his boss. They didn't name the company, which I wish they, they had. <laughs> he calls his boss and he said, look, I got an opportunity to be the starting kicker for Clemson. He goes, I would be pissed if you didn't do it, number one. And number two is, I'm coming to the game. How cool is that? Awesome. age leader the guy comes out first field goal bang goes through everybody's saying Sin he's a hero story. carry him off and then with the game on the line wouldn't you know bum, bum, bum. he misses why because he's not prepared for that right like cool he could he could have it could have happened and it would have been the small percentage but in reality he is not prepared for that. He hasn't been kicking for months. He hasn't been putting himself in, the, in that mental situation. And to think you're going to be prepared for those moments without the preparation required to get there is silly. You're fooling yourself. And thank you for bringing that up because there is no substitute for preparation. 
There is no substitute for the work. You know, oh, he was an overnight success after 20 years of, of, of doing it. You know, I mean, right. it takes- and, and like Jonathan said, there's no substitute for the process, right? Right. You can do the hard work, but you got to have a process. It'll be a very interesting week with the Colorado team. I think, you know, I think a little humility now, a little bit of, okay, we got knocked down. But not really. Go. They're not going to change who they are. They no, expect no, 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 no. to win. They like, so you're they still going to see the YouTube videos. You're still going to see the Instagram. They're still going to be saying, we're going to come out and win. But maybe they have a different level of attention to detail because of that moment. And that's really what you want from the failure is that it takes you to another level of preparation. It takes you one inch more. It takes you a little bit harder, one more rep, 1% better, if you will. So I point people to, and Shay will will post it if he can find it, uh, Mark's TED Talk um, about uh, failure is an absolute crush Uh, An absolute must because just when you think it's going good, um, it doesn't. And for those who have dealt with failure, um, it's extreme. It hurts that pain. Um, But wow, what a what a great lesson for all of us. So um, great job this morning. I cannot believe that Lori is talking sports on a Monday. This I is love so it. Cool. This I is so true. Who says so we tie it to business for the for the for the people out there that are not sports? There are so many similarities, right, and parallels. But um, and well, Jay told me that while you're working out, you're talking shit about the football. <laughs> He's like, "Wow, man, this is incredible." So, I love it. Well, it's because good. you know why? Because I I love what he's saying. <laughs> Right. I, I just and it I can relate to it as a business leader. Love so that. I think that's what's it. And I think there's some other great coaches out there and some other great uh videos we could probably bring to the table. Motivational stuff. Tons, so, tons, tons. Uh tomorrow morning, are you doing the show, sir? Yes, I will be here tomorrow morning, but not Wednesday morning. Okay, you are doing a up and back to Indianapolis. That is correct. Is, be with is our client. Is it true you have a tryout with the Indianapolis Colts? Is <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> they are this sending is not the water boy. The truth, is there truth that you and Coach Wanstead are meeting there to potentially take <laughs> No, th- those boys don't need any help. They got themselves a big victory against the Ravens. Yeah, so tell John, Jonathan says you get her a picture and now she's all about sports. Jonathan, I had to understand sports to get my picture. That's right. so long. We'll see everybody tomorrow morning. Make this Monday great. We are cruising towards the end of September. We're going to start talking about fourth quarter. Man, put your fingers up because that's the, the quarter that decides the year and also decides next year. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's get down. Come up, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business